0: This is Jack Gottlieb with the LD Transformation Podcast, where business leaders share their advice. It's five questions in nine minutes because talent development needs to create value and generate results quickly that balance immediate needs and long term transformation. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, please tell us who you are and what you do. So I'm Jay Porter,
1: I'm the Vice President of Learning and Organizational Development at GoHealth. Uh, i'm responsible for everything from employee onboarding through sales training leadership development wellness management uh, you name it it's it's kind of all encompassed inside my role as long as it's not finding somebody right now uh, i'll write them up pretty much <laughs> um, it's-
0: that was the cleverest close There's- to that question we've had in 95 episodes so kudos to you for that per what yeah. we said right before we started There's- what would you say because of the intersection that you own and we just talked about this off camera where these threads of whether it's leadership, sales, performance, right? This is about really driving the business and being that embedded asset, right? Beyond just we're developing and readying people. What is the best thing about being in the learning talent development space right now? So there's been a massive shift, right? So it's
1: longer than I care to admit, I've been in this this kind of realm for, uh, for many, many moods. And at one point in time, Our whole argument and our our battle was like, how do we get to the table? And not only getting to the table, when you're at the table, how do you make sure that you have a voice that should be heard inside that room? And what's happened is there's been this paradigm shift of all of a sudden, now we're looked at, well, how does learning right move the needle? Because all these things that we do really tie into the business. It was never looked at that way. It was somebody in the business made a decision and wanted to do X, Y, or Z, and I'm like, oh, well, we got to train people. Training, can you just handle this one thing for us? And we were order takers, right? Now we are truly strategic partners, right? We're the ones that are uncovering operational workflow issues. We're the ones that are uncovering, you know, issues inside our, our sales scripting. We're the ones that are saying, hey, the not to what we attempted to do. Any we can come back and say, hey, these things are broken. It wasn't a learning issue, it wasn't a hiring issue, not even a management issue, right? We got these types of problems. But then we can come back show the business how it can be done, speak the language, tie it back to ROI and right through the KPIs. And then all of a sudden yeah. we have grown so much. It's like, yeah, we might be the learning function, right? Our learning and organizational development. I you really want to tag yourselves, but uh, so much more than that. And that's what excites me now is we're there,
0: right? Businesses want it. Not everyone's doing it great, but we are there. That's a, that's a really, it's a great point of view, right? Because whether it's, strategy, global expansion, um, new product, drug, service, SaaS, all go-to-market, evolution, innovation, all aspects of business. There's learning, there's development, there's managing change. How do we really intersect that with all the dynamics of past and performance of people, cultural needs? The intersection of that is got to learn and grow around that because it's not a fixed point. And I love the way you just kind of alluded to that as – we're embedded, it's needed, we're not doing all great, but there's still a huge ceiling, right, to kind of reach for. Absolutely. A lot of executives, I think, are coming around to this, right, but still probably grapple or struggle with, this is more, I always like to say, L&D, talent development, OD, like UL2, it's all an emagulation, is more a watermark to the org chart than a fixed point if thought of properly, right? So most executives agree there, there will continue to be shifts. Some, it's still kind of understanding what that means. How do you see things continually evolving as we look to the quote unquote future, which now is probably 12 months, not five years? So when you think about where I
1: was even a year ago in this organization, right, it was kind of focused on one, one piece of learning and then pick up another piece of learning and then more departments to the point now where I've been talking about how we strategically align ourselves into the business to to. Bring more value the business is actually at this point in time looking at a learning professional and saying hey you know what we're going to do some very important strategic initiatives around moving our numbers for EBITDA. up we're going to bring in handful more employees the best way to do it to be cost effective is to not hire on a bunch of managers right here at the end and not find a, a new way to, to run these individuals but you know, jake can, can your learning team pick up running those those ftes right so we're actually being asked now as a learning group to plug into other parts of the business because we're that tied in, right? We understand what needs to be done, how it needs to be done. We've demonstrated proficiencies in those competencies and the model to actually do the job. And so we can't coach and train on it if we, we don't know some part of it. Now we actually got a little deeper and a little deeper, and now we're doing you know, coaching to with managers to the part where they're like, you know what, Jay, it looks like your team could probably help. So we are, right? I'm going to end up picking up uh, and then in this last half of the year, 150 of our, our member services agents, uh, 100 of our sales agents. We're going to take that into our busiest time of the year, which is our open enrollment home period, um, basically from you know beginning, middle of October to beginning of December. And we're going to tie right into the bottom line based on how we perform. And the only reason that that was capable is because we've demonstrated that that is a level that we can get to as a partner. I'm not just a person that can create an e-learning send it out to you all so you can go like this click 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 click, That's okay i'm compliant for this year that's not what we're here to do we're here to actually move the needle for the business and now we get to put our money where our office with all with all the new technology and and everything is great we we are now in this hyper growth path in in our space at least and i've been watching this shift and i'm excited for the shift and the reason i know it's kind of happening already is we are taking on more right so before it used to just be a training component, right? It was kind of this little box, like you said. It was a watermark. we yeah, yeah, need to have it. It's a nice to have. It. We'll do some compliance training, or you know, maybe when we're just not wanting to do it, they'll take care of it. But now, as we go through this, it truly is turning into more of an entire employee lifecycle component around the development itself. It is turning into right for myself. I have an enablement function, right? Sales enablement that's underneath me. I have performance management. Right? I know some of my colleagues and peers have talent acquisition. Right? There's all these other components that kind of fall into it. And then as we think through it, when we're getting into these conversations and, and how I know that the needle starting to move is like an individual like me, we sit down every year, we're going to work on our, our annual operating plan. We're baking in what it is we think our team can do from an ROI standpoint to meet the EBITDA numbers, right? So this past year we sat down and we're like, all right, here's where we're at, learning What efficiencies are you coming up with? What are we going to do differently? What have you uncovered? How do we do this? And how do you think that you're going to contribute to this bottom line in this area? And so not even just the old P&L model, right? Where everyone's like, oh, we're always the L on the balance sheet. It's not even that. It's evolved past that already to a point where it's like, how are you going to look at the business with us to help us figure out where you can plug in and do these things? And then... They ask the question and then, you know, you're coming back and you're going through a year and you're your finding spots to come back and say, you know what, actually, we have an opportunity in this area, right? We can actually change this, the, the way that we're looking at this problem. It's going to do X, Y, Z. You know and I am getting learning space? Like the, the end game is like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I have to train people on how to do that. But let's fix this. And and you're starting to be part of the business, right? And, and the, the way that I've been looking at and I talked to my peers about it, is I'm an expert in our business who also happens to be an expert in learning, right? I just also know how to do adult learning theory and put stuff together and do all that, but like, that's the end, right? That's the, that's the means to my end. My end is I'm an executive in our organization who needs to know how the business runs and operates and speak the language, understand the financials, all the stuff that goes into play with that. So we're there, right? We're there is a need because everyone all of a sudden went like, Oh wow everything's really bad we went virtual. We, you know we, everybody went virtual we don't know how to to, to reach people or are training anybody okay great so training got brought in then we got brought in that was our opportunity to go great so let's talk about how we're going to fix all these other things that we already know are going on in a lot of organizations took advantage of that and the ones who haven't yet the opportunity is there the opportunity is there to jump in and start saying hey look let me let me show you how we're going to move the needle let me talk business with you and then In the end, like learning will be the way that we support it. But here's some things
0: that we can start doing. I love that. A couple of things you said that really struck me. I say the same thing in my executive career. I'm a business leader that happens to. And that's, that's a driving component, but it's not the sole source. Because it's about capability, building for the business. How does it activate value creation for our markets and clients and certainly, if innovation's in play, how we continue to anticipate and, and leapfrog where things are either in what we do, how we do it, overall, better mousetrap, whatever it might be. But I'm embedded with that to drive that. And yes, part of that will be, as you said, get readying the capability of our business through the teams and people that we have while ensuring they take ownership of that path, not just engaged in learning. So it's yeah. both ends. From the executive side and the people side, this isn't just about a program. It's not about, you, you jokingly said, just setting up another compliance class, right? Yeah. I think mean, that's massive and still very nascent in our space, in the greater world. It's not there fully yet. You alluded to it. Yeah. What guidance sort or of advice would you share with others who, in some ways, are either embarking on this, Jay? Or kind of recognizing this, but can't really concretely maybe pull together because we there's a lot of L&D talent functions, globally speaking, that are valued, but not strategically hardwired in where the last part you mentioned, which I call the positive Trojan horse, you brought us in a train, now we're going to open up the horse, we're not going to hurt anybody, but we're going to now fully kind of embed ourselves in. What guidance would you give others, you know, kind of on that journey, whether it's Thinking about it or like we need to do this?
1: You're gonna have opportunities, right? Opportunities will present themselves to not take the learning first approach. And right, your your children horse psychology is absolutely perfect because right we're there. We're gonna get in the conversation, we start talking the business language, right? Where where's the, the financials at right now, right? And every quarter we're doing readouts and all the other stuff that we should be doing with the business. You're in the room, hopefully. And if you're not in the room, it's finding the ways to get in there. If you're really not involved in the conversation yet, being able to talk to somebody about, hey, you know what? I've been looking at the balance sheet. I've been looking at the, uh, you know, the revenue numbers and the forecast. i like, I think there might be some opportunities in these areas. You know, what are we doing? Getting them to understand that you do know the business. So the first thing I'll say is, what are your business? If you don't know your business in and out, can't have these conversations in a meaningful way, right? You're, you're going to go in and, you're gonna to wanna to say a couple things and all of a sudden you're gonna be like, all right, well, and the way we can do it is well, I'm gonna build this really cool robust program that's gonna be four months and you know, you've lost it. It's already up, right? It's learning professionals. We love that. We love it. being robust learning program that take forever. We got all these things we're gonna track. The business just hears, I don't understand what that means to us. So but coming in and simplifying hey, we're looking at this, I'm seeing the bottom line thing, it's not now we're gonna move on to thoughts on this, wanna be part of the conversation. A Couple of things that I think that are driving that of X, Y, and Z but speak the language know the KPIs know how you're going to move the ROI know how you're going to track it all then saying they're going to the next question is going to go, well. how do you suggest we get there well we're going to do these things and always lead with the changes that need to happen before the development right so there's going to be top down things that have to happen right you're going to need buy-in from that table you're going to need buy-in you know to either support it so that we can you know put some teeth in it uh, or you're going to need some dollars to yeah. change Now is your software. So get the buy-in around that. And then say, well, and, you know, the last thing is we'll just make sure that we have the development components wrapped around it so we can get the change management out there. We can have everybody support it. We'll track them in these timeframes. We'll know really quickly whether or not it's working. We have to pivot. How do we pivot? And so know that. We can do one thing as a learning and development, you know, community. It's take what it is we do, put it to the side, learn the business, speak the language. Then take what we have, pile it on, kind of wrap it all up from that standpoint. If a salesperson only came in, never talked about revenue, 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 they're treated just like that's all they know.
0: Revenue, 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 revenue. Yeah, an IT
1: person comes in and says, system, 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 systems. They're only viewed as their component. We are the one group that truly looks at every piece of the business and should have that full picture and can talk to the IT, to the revenue, to the process, all those components. So, Do that. Take that hat, put it on, right? Think like a, you know, CEO, but the CEO, own the business and have your part of the business support.
0: I think it's phenomenal. Before we get to the last question, something we shared just during the session, the biggest value at the start is owning the intersection of the business because most of those lines that you alluded to, even... Even from what I've been a part of, publicly traded, large global behemoths, even really strong, healthy mid-sized organizations too. IT, sales, compliance, QA, r and keep going down the list. They, as smart as they are, not all of them, just see their part. Yep. And like my, if it's a global, we all need to come together to drive this, my part, I'm done. IT, your turn. Right. And it becomes this expertise vertical versus value stream path. Right. It's not about workflow, it's about value streams. And your point is well what so well needed for people to hear on this on this session. You want a seat at people's table and you want a permanent seat. You want them to have a seat at your table. Your table is an intersection point. Properly listening, properly understanding, properly aligning, and seeing not only the threads of connective tissue that says this is how it flows. But those unknown hidden gaps, that's IT, you are standing up Power BI and new systems and structure. But how are we going to enable people to make better decisions beyond just new software? That is also conflicting with our other rollouts and priorities and people are feeling overwhelmed. And while you're done, it's not enabling people because we have these four other things that are, no one's owning that consistently. And your last point is key. So in translation, our last question, to really do that, what would you say either in one or two mindsets or just further crystallizing, which you did a great job of, but just I think we want to hit this home because it was great what you said, or one or two key real critical competencies, mindsets or competencies, what is really critical for the LD talent, executive, leader, professional to really have to learn in order to drive knowing the business to impact them. Mindsets or skills or competencies, yeah. like
1: the pick. So the two big things that I've noticed that you know myself, my my team that you know works with me on all these different uh, initiatives is we do two things really well. Uh, the first thing is, and I'm kind of going to wrap this up in, in a few things. It's, cool. it's partnership. It's communication. It's how do yes. I actually build the relationships with those lines of business so that when we're in there, I can be the connective tissue. Right. Everybody kind of works together on a project, but if I'm the one that can be like, all right, so, you know, Tom is working with Wendy on this thing and I can get the group to all of a sudden want to funnel through a project manager, which would essentially be the second skill that I would say, like we have to do better than anyone. Right. Cause if we don't have love it, if we don't see it all, it's almost impossible for us to do that effectively. And so our project management skills mixed with our ability to communicate, and to be a partner, right, to actually build relationships. Those things allow us when we get into that room that we are the default of that person. It's not people looking around going, all right, who's going to take the lead on this one? We already know we're going to take the lead on it. We're the ones that are working through it. We're the ones tracking it. We're reporting out. We're kind of doing all this. Now, some organizations have a project management team.
0: That's great.
1: You're, welcome, you know, you're lucky enough to be one of those groups. How do you get that group to want to be Adjacent to you, throughout the whole process. They may well, we try to run it, but like when it's all said and done, someone needs to be able to be the voice to the people around this, not just the okay, I can I can go in and I can update our Monday board of how we moved along and where we're at with this and all that. other something, yeah, I get it. There's, there's some bunkers, but this is, this is a much higher level.
0: How do I make that happen? So, yeah, we're not just moving a Gantt chart around. Not, not, exactly. Not, exactly. Not just a master and a sauna or some other software. Yep. Jay. It was beyond a pleasure having you on. This this was not only timely, but we both know needed. Thank you so much for everything from both the strategic lens, but the pragmatic. Like this is what we got to get very granular in. It was awesome. Thank
1: you, thank you Jack. Jack. Obviously, you know, podcasts always is
0: fantastic, right? Hey, I you really
1: appreciate people, tons of great insights. So thank you for what you've. Been doing.
0: I know it's a, that means a lot. I appreciate it. This is Jack Collie with the L and D Transmission Podcast. For more insights. You obviously can subscribe to our channel over three seasons, almost 100 episodes, but also on Spotify, uh, LinkedIn, Apple, as well as Amazon. Jay, thank you so much.